0: Welcome, EO Marcom chairs. This is the MCC show, a podcast dedicated to EO chapter marketing and communications. My name is Casey Cheshire. Join me as we learn from each other and drive action in our world. All right, here we go. Another episode, ready to rock, Just ready to learn about marketing com for EO chapters. I'm excited to introduce our guest today. He's a serial entrepreneur, a branding behemoth. He has been an EO comm chair for multiple years, officially two, maybe even three, lots of years. And I have to say, um, I have experienced his improvement that he brought to the chapter when he he did EO Boston mark chair. And I've learned so much from his example that I'm excited to introduce him now, swag master at Sobo Concepts, Dean Schwartz. Welcome to the show.
1: Hey, how you doing?
0: Man, I'm excited to have you here. Let's get right to it. What is the biggest untapped opportunity for MarCom chairs today?
1: I think, you know, at least for what we were trying to do was to obviously bring as many people into the fold as possible and to get people engaged and to figure out, you know, how do you communicate with them? Because everybody's different, whether, you know, some like to be communicated via email, some like to be communicated with text some like to be communicated by just that, you know, having a website and being able to go to the website whenever they want. And so I think that, uh, you know, our, you know, what, w- at least we tried to focus on, you know, when I was more come chair was to get all these platforms up and running and sort of test and see which ones were the most effective.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Did you find anyone's were particularly most, were there any super losers we should avoid? I mean, does it change depending on the chapter? What What's your take on that?
1: Yeah, I mean, it was interesting because, you know, I'd recently moved from Miami and uh, I'm originally from Boston, but had come back up here after, you know, 20 years away. And, uh, you know, I definitely felt that there were some differences in sort of how people communicate in different places. And, you know, we, uh, you know, tested out the, for example, texting and definitely got some responses back from people that were annoyed uh, that they were being texted to and said that uh, texting was only for emergencies. Um, So, you know, I think that, uh, you know, definitely, you know, there was feedback from every different channel, it seemed like, of, you know, what people didn't necessarily, uh, you know, relate to.
0: So, like, is it like haters gonna hate here? Did you get feedback from where there are just a bunch of negative, I'm Boston, it's cold in winter, right? So did you find that some chapters were all about a particular channel, and then you try to move to another one, and it's like, just falls flat?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I had recently just graduated from Accelerator in Miami, and then moved up to Boston to become, you know, an EO member. And, uh So, I can't necessarily say I wasn't involved in sort of the Marcom part of it, you know, and and, in other places. Um, I just think that, you know, as people become, if people are really engaged in the chapter, I guess maybe how you communicate with them is not necessarily that, like, people don't get upset from that communication. I think if they're not engaged, then, you know, anytime you want to reach out to them, they get upset because you're disturbing them. So, uh, you know, I think that, you know, definitely the Boston chapters are undergone some, a lot of changes in its members, you know, over the years. And I think that there was, you know, some old time members, you know, at the time that uh, were sort of set in their ways. And I think the young blood that's uh, moving in and I think, you know, different people have different, uh, you know, or, or accustomed to be communicated with in different ways, like, you know, new generations texting is everything. And that's how everybody communicates and, you know, other generations, it was pick up the phone and remind me Absolutely. that there's an event or whatever it is. So, uh, I think that that was probably one of the biggest challenges, just trying to sort of navigate that and figure out what worked best.
0: Yeah. You know, and that, that's a great tie into the next question, which is what was the biggest challenge? And if it was this. How did you approach it? How did you did you find any ways? I mean, how do you balance two different audience sets in in the same chapter?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that you know, we we tried a little bit of everything, and you know, we tried you know, invitations, you know, for big events and 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 sending those out. We tried, you know, definitely giving cool swag away at events and, you know, as an incentive to get people integrated and involved. Um, and, you know, I think it definitely worked uh, as sort of a global sort of initiative. You know, it's like some things worked for some people and other things didn't. And because we were sort of trying a little bit of everything, I think that, you know, those, you know, people were able to basically pick their preferred, you know, forms of communication.
0: Okay, so almost like give them a chance to pick their own adventure, you know, choose.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like and I and I think also, you know, I, one of the things that I think ended up being pretty successful is, is, is calling and engaging with people because mm-hmm. like inviting them to an event or whatever, it's a lot harder to say no or come up with an excuse or, you know, and just to get people there. And I think the challenge, you know, with EO is, is that it's like the more you get to know people and the more you get to like people that you're you're dealing with, it's sort of a no-brainer to keep going to these events because you get to see and you know, hang out with your friends, right? Yeah. It's before that happens, it's like taking that step of like really pushing people to, uh, you know, get out there and socialize. And for me, I think, you know, joining the board from, you know, right when I joined the chapter, essentially, was an amazing way to, you know, force myself to get out there and be there. Cause obviously you have to be at the events and you have to do all that stuff. And yeah. I think it was really, it was important and having sort of stepped away from the board now, you know, it's, you know, you don't get to them as much for you know whatever reasons, maybe you're not as, you know, um, invested you know in in the results as you are when you're sort of a mark but either way i think the more you sort of you know get out there and meet people and uh you know i think there's been some great new initiatives that our chapter has done as far as like you know the emails you know where people two people get to chat and hang out and or meet each other or whatever and i know it's definitely given me the opportunity to meet some people that i wouldn't have had you know probably met otherwise you know, sometimes I say it's hard to just like meet people too, you know, when you're going to a yeah. bar or you're going to like an event and, you know, doing the whole small talk thing, you know,
0: really quick yeah. or whatever. But that's interesting, right? Sometimes we can get so focused on do the email, do the text, do the this, do the that. You're, what you're saying here is that there's this underlying value, especially if we're trying to drive people to events. And that's one of my passions is like, there's been some great events that people haven't gone to that the emails weren't good for because... They just weren't. And it's like, I wish more people went to this. It would have really helped them. And so I'm always trying to get people to events, but it's a great reminder to step away from the tactic and think about, uh, well, why do we go in the first place? Yeah. Sometimes we don't, the the best members, and I've started doing this now, I just go because even if the event's going to stink, and it almost rarely does, but even if it did, I'm meeting some great people. I'm hanging out with some great people and probably getting some good food and some good drinks, right? So. there's some other tangibles to it. And I think what a cool point about connecting people with each other individually, one-on-one can have such an impact on encouraging, hey, I want to go see my friend at the the next event, you know?
1: Absolutely. I mean, listen, I think, you know, I always say, you know, in business that, you know, in business, people do business with people they like. And I think that, you know, that same principle is true of like, if you go to events and you like the people that you're going to the events with, you're going to go to more events. If you don't really sort of engage or like, you know, those people, then you're probably not going to want to go as much, you know? Yeah. So I, I think that that sort of relationships tend to be at the center of pretty much anything that you do.
0: Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Really cool, man. Really cool takeaway. Like that's definitely going down in my book as something to think about it- because it's not obvious to to everyone that I think sometimes in our chats, we always talk about, you know, Hey, here's how to do website better. or Here's how to do this better. But the fact that connecting better could drive all these other results, you know, that's really special. Yeah. And,
1: and I think too, it's like, you know, if you get, you know, your forum, if someone in your forum is like, Hey, I'm going to this event, let's go, come on. You know, yeah. it, it definitely encourages you to go because, it's not, you know, if you know a few other people definitely that are going to be there, you know,
0: then, then go. Yeah. Then, yeah. It, next question is around resources, right? How did you learn? Are there any particular resources you found most helpful for you as a Marcom chair? Are we just kind of swinging in the wind?
1: I did a lot of swinging in the wind for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I felt like I was, you know, a lot of times like reinventing the wheel. Yeah. Um, Which, um, you know, we did have our, you know, monthly, I think it was, calls with the sort of the regional um, Marcom people or whatever. And that was definitely helpful of sharing best practices, things like that. Um, But at the same time, at the end of the day, I was like, all right, we came up with our own website. We had to come up with like, you know, there was a lot of things that we had to just do from scratch.
0: Right, right. More power. And thank you for doing that, too, because on that foundation, I've been able to build and do other things as Mark chair this year, based on the successes in the sort of foundation you've laid. We don't have to worry about some of those basic necessities.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's uh, I think that once once you have that and you can have sort of the communication channels sort of like easy to do, because, you know, you can spend so much time just sort of developing sort of the basics. That you don't really have time for anything else.
0: Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. It makes a lot of sense. So last question for you here, because I know you've got a tight schedule. We all do. Uh, but I so appreciate being on here. It's a bit of a hypothetical question. Let's say you go back in time and get to meet yourself day one being the Marcom chair. What kind of advice do you give yourself?
1: Definitely you know, reach out to past Marcoms, you know, people and sort of learn from them. Um, And, you know, especially the person you're replacing, I would say is, you know, spend some time, you know, hopefully that person has documented, you know, sort of what they're doing and best practices and the resources and things like that. So that, you know, there's almost like that idiot's guide to how to be a Marcom, you know, chair um but I, I think that that you know definitely w- w- would help a lot
0: love it love it last up where can people connect with you if they want to reach out professionally personally talk marcom tar- talk swag any of those things
1: so yeah i have uh, my company is sobo concepts you know you can go to dot com. uh dean at Soboconcepts.com is my email We're on pretty much all the other social channels if you look up silver concepts um and uh yeah and have open to talk to anybody
0: awesome man well i really appreciate you coming on here i've got some aha moments for me to really think about in my role as marcom and i just thank you so much
1: all right thank you good talking
0: to you. all right guys if you learned something on this thing share it with someone else share it with your next marcom chair until then we will see you all next time